Welcome to the Guys Night Podcast. On episode 19, the guys discuss the world of teaching, first world problems that drive us nuts, and is quiet quitting legit or just being lazy? Thank you for tuning in to another Guys Night episode. Let's roll. Guys Night. Guys Night. The Guys Night Podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Guys Night. Today, we got something a little different. Today, it's just two of us. It's only two That's guys right. here. That's it. Everybody else bailed on us, or they had better shit going on. I think the latter, but that's Probably. okay. We're here, Jake. We're here. Exactly. So today, you got Brian and Jake. We're going to entertain you guys for a little bit, hopefully give you guys some laughs, hopefully give you guys some insight. But uh, let's get into it, Brian. Let's not uh, beat around the bush. So how's your day been going? You know, it's not bad. I mean, I, uh, I still work from home, so, like, obviously it's not – any different, but um, I did run a couple errands today, and I noticed the roads were much different because a lot of teachers are now going back to school, and they started, and I couldn't be happier about it. Same. I, <laughs> I, I have a lot of friends that are teachers, wife's teacher, go, I have a lot of friends that are friends that are teachers, and never, ever want to discredit the teaching society and community, but I'm so glad they're back to school same because like you just said i'll never discredit teachers they they're some of the hard, most hard-working individuals on the planet they bust their ass day in and day out they're not like you and i in a way where it's not really a 95 you know they, they're in and then they come home and they have to do more work yeah ha- exactly having said that have you ever met a group of people in employment that bitch more about no. how often they work when they have so much vacation time I did the math today. They work 184 days out of the year. And that's not every even teacher. Like some teachers work, I think, 180 or 179. Like you're working 50% of the year. That's it. Like, oh, and then like, I love when they're like, oh, well, we, we can't take off during this time because, you know, we're teachers and we, we have, we can't take off. It looks bad on you. Okay, then don't take off. But then you can't expect the rest of the world to go around your schedule and take off the times that you're already off. I don't know. I think I'm I'm kind of conflicted in the sense of when teachers should and shouldn't take off. Like in terms of like, you can't take off because you have, like, let's say you have a wedding in the family or something, or, and people are like, well, I really can't take off, or like I shouldn't be missing a day because I'm not tenured, or it looks bad because of the contract. That's bullshit. Like I know that you're not supposed to take off during the time, but like if you have a family event. Like I get not taking a week off to go to Vegas for a bachelor party in like sure. March or something. But if it's a family event, some teachers get so uptight about trying to take off one day or two days. Like who cares? Just do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's everybody is entitled to get like a, a few days off during the year, like uh, unexcused absences or like business, like not business. I can't speak. I'm fucking thinking about you and me in our, in our lives when it comes to taking yeah. off, but like, Everyone's allowed like a flex holiday or something like that. It gets a few days off out of the year. And you know, this may be more towards administration, but it feels like a lot of teachers are afraid to take off. And it might I, be. Yeah, I think so. Like, like you, you kind of mentioned tenure. Like, obviously, we, we're, we know two people intimately well that are teachers. And, um, you know, they, they, I'm sure yours mentioned uh, it to you, your wife. My fiance's mentioned it to me. It's like they're, they don't want to take off because they're afraid it's going to screw up the tenure track. And to me, that's more of 
the administration fucking them, not letting Agreed. them take off. Agreed. That should have no distinction on your tenure track at all. How well you teach the kids, how well your classroom is designed and your curriculum's taught and everything else. And again, I'm not a teacher, but that's what you should be rated on. Not, well, you know, Jake, you kind of missed a couple of days this year. Like, well, I'm sorry that my fucking so-and-so died and I have this wedding to go to. Like, I don't know. You should just be able to take off like here and there. Now, granted, again, I also see the other side that you're only working 180 something days of the year. Like, you could try to figure out how to plan things around that too. Yeah. But I, I could see both sides of the argument. Um, so it depends on, it depends on the argument and where I fall out on it. Cause I could definitely take both sides. Oh yeah. And I, I'm definitely one of those on both sides. I sit there and I understand how hard the teaching profession is. It's, it is a very difficult, especially today, you know, they're, they're losing teachers in record numbers. It's, it's, yeah. it's hard to do it, especially when you have so much oversight from administration. And now it seems like, no one cares about the kids actually learning. It's just pushing them forward to the next grade without whether they know it or not. And that on top of it, kids are legitimately behind like a year. Studies have shown because of the pandemic, like yeah. kids learning. There's a difference between a college kid learning remotely and a seven-year-old learning remotely. You know, seven, the seven-year-old's losing all that work that they could be putting, they could not work. I, I'm sorry, guys, I can't speak today. They're losing all of the opportunities to learn in, in a meaningful way. And you're not going to get the same amount of um, lessons no. learned in that time sitting at home. No. It's, it's, you know, they're not going to pay attention. They're, they're six, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know, they're going to be playing with a toy. The parents are going to be playing video listening. games. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the other problem is the parents. Like I don't, I can't speak from experiences. I don't have kids. But the stories that I hear about how some parents are with their kids and with the school, that's where a lot of my sympathy comes from or come like to teachers because yeah. the stuff they deal with is like just absurd and asinine. Like they shouldn't be dealing with. I know there was a story I heard from like one of my friends. They were in special like a special needs teacher and one of the kids was supposed to be taking like medicine for his um, for his disability and the mom sent the person that the student to school that day and literally wrote good luck with so-and-so today he didn't take his medication like a lot of parents look at it as like a daycare it's like all right here's a babysitter for eight hours whatever it may be but these teachers who are now a lot of our friends and colleagues and like you said significant others have to deal with that and they get the burden of these parents that some honestly shouldn't even be parents yeah. and that, that's where a lot of the tough likes so i'm like okay yeah i feel bad but like don't come complaining to me that like oh my god like i gotta work and like okay i do too like what are you doing all of july all of august like i'm oh, sitting yeah. in my desk like you know so i get the sympathy like i see both sides especially <laughs> excuse me like you said before jake you don't once you leave work your work does come home with you as a teacher they're lesson yeah. planning they're doing things they're grading so there it's not like okay leave the kids at school and i'm done so again, I see both sides of all the arguments, but again, don't fucking come complaining to me about how hard the job is or may be or the hours and everything else, because I, I, I won't have as much sympathy for you. I'm with you. I don't want to hear any complaining about, oh my God, I'm doing this. And I sit there, I'm like, wait a minute, weren't you just off two months? Two months. Don't you get a week off? You know, that's, that, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Do you remember that feeling of going back to school? Like the first day I was 
miserable. Oh, horrible. Miserable. I would I cry some nights. I would cry some nights beforehand. I was like, this fucking sucks. Oh, so yeah. like, I, I get the feeling too, but like also at the same time, like good. Get off the roads, no traffic. Sometimes middle of the day, traffic oh, in the yeah. morning now sucks, but oh yeah, it's gonna be brutal. Like I don't I don't I I remote so I don't have to worry about driving in for at least a while still at this yeah. point. But you know, if I gotta go somewhere in the morning, early in the morning. You know, go to a dog's farm or something. There's nothing worse than getting stuck in fucking school traffic. You know, it's my commute before we went into working from home. My commute was only about 15 minutes, maybe at most going into the office. Like I was lucky. But I'll be honest with you. I When I do go into the office now, that commute, I actually miss it. It's a nice, like, decompressing yeah. time you listen to the radio listen to a podcast like the guys night podcast next get your day started but like it was just like decompressing it was it was relaxing now it's like i wake up roll out of bed and i'm walking into my office i'm like i didn't do anything to decompress first off i want to say that was a tremendous plug for the podcast Good thank job. you thank you this guys night was sponsored by absolutely no one whatever we're drinking sponsored by guys night exactly so anyway now it was talking about Getting into things that annoy us because, you know, traffic is one of those things that drives me fucking up a goddamn wall. There's there's a bunch of things that have been driving me nuts lately. And, you know, one of it is, is I was driving the other day. And, you know, for the record, this is stuff that makes me really want to drink at at night when I get home. This is stuff that drives me nuts. This this is all the most annoying shit on the absolute fucking planet and stratosphere, everything. There's nothing worse than when you're driving, you're stuck in traffic and you're sitting there what the fuck is taking so long? Why is this taking so goddamn long? You know, I don't see any ambulances. I don't see any police or fire trucks. You know, what is going on? And then you get to it. There's a car accident on the opposite side of the road. And everyone is backed up. Rubbernecking, because yeah. Because they just want to look. Yep. They just want to look. And, um, and that happened to me today. I was, I was driving to a doctor's appointment. And, you know, of course, you know, I had to leave a meeting early. I'm trying to get out of there just so I get it. And this is, this is what's making me late. Not the meeting. Not normal traffic. People watch people rubbernecking. They're rubbernecking, yeah. And that's another thing that probably pisses you off because it pisses me off. What time is your doctor's appointment? 10 15. Okay, you get there, 10, 10, 10 o'clock, whatever it may be. Yep. What time do you get taken in? 10 30. You sit in a room oh, and you wait. God. And then what time does the nurse come in to check you? Okay, that's 10 45. And next thing you know, like, all right, the doctor will be right in. Next thing you know, it's 11 15. Why'd you make my appointment at 10 15 then? I get it. There's like hiccups in the day accidents emergencies question whatever yeah but like come on it's it's every single time it's every single time i mean there's a lot go ahead go ahead no i I actually had one doctor that actually said um because they called me for confirmation they were like oh confirmation is uh you know confirming your doc's appointments at 245 let's just say right and i'm like oh no but i made it for 230 oh no no no, no. we tell people to come in at 230 because we know it's going to take them 15 minutes like oh that's nice you yeah i've never had a doctor done that at all they did did that and of course but i didn't get at 245 like a half hour late 40 minutes late something like that it was absolutely ridiculous so speaking of things that just like get under your skin (laughs) this it's like stupid shit it's like proof it proves to us that we live in like a first world country right um Mm -hmm. got back from the gym this morning i tried to go back to the gym trying to be healthier um exercise more and all that bullshit and get back from the gym, had a protein shake. And usually I'm not that hungry after the gym. And I was like, all right, what am I going to eat? There was like breakfast bars, but I wasn't that hungry. I had the protein shake. And I was like, I have a hard boiled egg. 
My dog loves hard-boiled eggs. So as soon as I crack it on the table, he hears it and comes sprinting up. Mm-hmm. So I crack it, and the thing literally splits in half, shell included. And the only thing that's in there, like, there's like, it almost looks like an avocado when you open it with the pit. There yeah. was half of it with the shell, the egg white, and then the full yolk. And the other one was just empty with the egg white and the shell still on it. I was like, all right, let me try to pick it off. And I kept like crunching it. wasn't working. So I was like, fuck it. You know what? I took the yolk out, gave it to Bruno, my dog. And I was like, all right, next day, I'll make it a little bit better. I smacked it on the table. I rolled it a little bit to like crack all the edges. Yeah. It took me, Jake, I shit you not. <laughs> Three minutes to peel this egg, and I wanted to throw it so hard against the wall. And I finally did it, and this thing looked like an asteroid. Oh, there was yeah. craters, and I was like, "It's not even good." I I was so disappointed, and like that's how I started my day after the, I was fucking heated. Oh, you heated. know your day is gonna be fucking horrible when it's it first world like problem. That. A hard boiled egg, I can't peel it correctly, and I like. Got angry at it. Like, I'm like, come on, Brian. Like, calm down. But those are like little things like that just piss me off. Something like that happened to me the other day. Um, I was I was making like a cold cut sandwich, like for work or whatever. I was making like a turkey and cheese. And um, I didn't have like the deli cut American cheese. So it was just those, those single craft the slices. Bags. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just trying to do it quickly. I'm in the middle of a meeting. I'm really just trying to get it done so that way I can get back in there and, and continue on with the meeting. Right. You ever have it where the part that you're supposed to peel off gets ripped off and then you're sitting there peeling at the slice of cheese trying to get it off because you can't get the fucking slab and, yep. and then you're just ripping off pieces of cheese because it's like the legit American cheese. It's not like that fake slimy shit. Yep, yep. And you're just picking at it at this point and then you're just ripping off little slices of pieces of cheese every two seconds. Oh, yep. God. You know, yeah, you're screaming. The, have you ever seen the, uh, um, the episode of Family Guy? And Peter Griffin does the the segment on the news. You know what really grinds my gears? Yep. That's exactly what I feel like right now. Well, but speaking of, of shit that grinds my gears. I think as we get older too, it only gets worse. Like it's oh, funny too. It's like 100%. I go out, I go out, we went to my uh went out to dinner with my parents last night. And I'm driving because my dad's vision is like kind of like shoddy. Mm-hmm. Um and like don't really want him driving on the parkway at night and he's just like so high energy why'd you go this way why'd you go this way i'm like i'm following the navigation system he's like well i could have told you how to get there but i'm like you didn't offer you didn't open your <laughs> mouth why why am i getting yelled at well you should have made the right down this block what are you trying to do get us killed i was like oh my god i was like dad you're not driving like relax just fucking relax oh, like as you driving. get older like little things bother you more i think like i got i got a deli sandwich the other day. i got um a monte cristo so it's turkey ham Melted Swiss, lettuce, tomato, and Russian dressing. It's delicious. The thing, you probably know this because Ben's Deli used to do this a lot. The wrap was massive, and it was so much meat, I actually was taking ham off of it because there was too (laughs) much. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, there's people starving in the world. And here I am, like, taking meat off and not eating it because it's too much. Like, when you go to Ben's Deli, their sandwiches are like no joke, five inches tall, yeah. easily. Monster. And it's just it's just a bologna sandwich. 
that's why Matt has cholesterol problems. That's well, why I have cholesterol well, problems. Matt has cholesterol problems because he was eating a pound of bacon a, a week. <laughs> let's yeah, let's yeah. be fair. And yeah, it's called a spade of spades. Right. N- nothing against your your parents because I love I love Joe and Sherry to death. I think they're two of the best people on the planet. Why right, three but nights they, of Taco Bell a week when we were kids made a problem, Jake? Listen, it doesn't help. I'm j- I, I listen. Not that I'm not envious because my mom hey, would never take me to Taco Bell. You were complaining in high school when you I used to take you guys to McDonald's no. when mom used to pick us up and be like. You want McDonald's? Second period every day, baby. Oh, yeah. There's nothing better than a nice bur- a cheeseburger from McDonald's. Listen, people can say what they want about McDonald's. It's still the old-time clutch fast food, honestly. I think, it's, I think it's a I, – uh, I agree and I disagree. I agree that it is a clutch fast food because I think of how widespread and known it is around the world. Yes, it's always there for you. I would rather a Wendy's cheeseburger – over a McDonald's cheeseburger. I agree. No, I, I don't disagree with that whatsoever. I think Wendy's is the best of the fast food, but you're telling me you're you're take, you're doing a long drive. You're like, man, I'm fucking yeah. Hungry. Two cheeseburgers, and the number two medium always slaps. I can't. See I the can't golden arches, and you're like, <laughs> perfect. Falling over. I'm getting it. It used to be a number two. Now I think it's a number seven. Get, get they changed it. Yeah, it's not number two anymore. No. You way. know how I found out that. I went there and I, and they gave me a fish fillet instead of two cheeseburgers. I okay. was no, no, no. The, the fish fillet is probably the most underrated. That would be a good topic one day. Most underrated fast food menu items because my number one is the fish fillet. Uh, you, from you, disgust, you, you disgust me. You, Jake, you disgust it is me. so good. I think you made me try it one day and I think I took one bite of it and I was just like, I can't do this. This is, this is horrible. It's the best, dude. I love it. I'm not really the big biggest fish guy on the planet either, but like a good, a good, you know, a good cut of uh, fish, you know, I'll, I'll be satisfied. But yeah, no, I, I get it. You know, I get it. I can't. Do I get it. it. I loved it. That's what I used to get when I was a kid. I used to get a cheeseburger and a fish fillet. But um, I agree. You see the golden arch driving on a long road trip, like yeah, great. However, if you show up with the Taco Bell, like I'm stopping at Taco Bell like eight out of ten times. The only problem. That I will say with Taco Bell, it's not something you could eat while driving. Like, you can get something at Wendy's, BK, and McDonald's, and you can eat while driving. I feel like driving and eating Taco Bell, that's a risky move. Like, I'm talking, you, you're driving you can only, or something. Yeah, you can only eat, even like burritos are hard to eat because you kind of need two hands to eat a burrito. Like, you could yeah. eat it with one, but it's a little sketchy. You could do like a, a regular soft taco or like a cheese roll-up. It has to be something like that. Oh, cheese roll-ups. Um, I'm actually on McDonald's website to see if I could find what the numbers are on the mm-hmm. menu, and I can't see it, but they have a free fry Friday. Excuse me? You get a free medium fries with any minimum $1 purchase, plus other exclusive deals when you order with the mobile order and pay. See, that's where they get you. I don't want to fucking download the McDonald's app because there's no, I'm trying to lose weight. Yeah, it really isn't that difficult to do if you want a free fry. I don't want to download the app. That's going to set me down a dangerous path, my friend. I, hey, I re- it's, it's a dangerous path. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I would do it for free fries on a Friday. Not every Friday, but like uh, they got good. They got good French fries. Get a get a get a, get a McDouble. Maybe a uh, order of chicken McNuggets, and then you get the medium fry from it. Can I, let me ask you. Yeah, that's a good point too. That's true. Now I want McDonald's. Damn it, Jake. Nothing wrong with that. Let me ask you a question. Let's so. I don't think I said this in any of our group chats. Um, my brother heard about it and a couple other people. But so there was this new putter that was released um, by Titleist. This guy, Scotty Cameron, makes putters. And they had a limited edition like set release 
Um, and like you can go to the store or beforehand you had it was like a whole entire raffle system and everything else. And they only had 14 putters at the store. And I wanted to get a putter so badly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I don't need one. I just got one last year. I went there. I got a raffle ticket. They gave me the putter that I wanted. It was the last one. I got home. I checked the actual putter and it's the wrong putter. I don't know if I should keep it or sell it. And right now I'm on the, so I'm trying to sell my old putter and I'm trying to sell the new putter and I'm trying to make money. Like I want to try to get my money back at least on both of them or one of them. But like everyone was so mad at me. They're like, who cares? You got a putter. And I was like, but I just spent dollars on something and I didn't want. And everyone's like, you're complaining about getting a putter. I was like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to win this argument. So that's something else that grinded my gears for made me annoyed the past week. Oh, is that the worst when you're trying to bring, like you're trying to ask someone a genuine question. They just start giving you shit about that. And you're just like, I'm not asking for you to give me shit. I'm asking for your genuine opinion. When someone, I, someone from work told me this once. And when you want to vent to somebody, the person that is receiving the venting session should yeah. ask two, like one or two questions. Do you want comfort or do you want solutions? Because yeah. most times people that are venting already know the solutions. They just want to hear themselves talk. Yeah. So I usually want comfort. I don't need the solution because I know the answer. And all I get is solutions. And it makes me more mad. I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm done. So that I'll, that makes me want to drink. I'll give you, yeah, right. I'll give you comfort and I'll give you the solution. I just need comfort. I don't need the solution. Uh, I'm going to give you both anyway. Too bad. You're getting, I know I'm I shouldn't have bought the putter. I'm going to be one of those guys that grinds my gears. You're getting both. Yeah. So. I, I don't need both. I knew I shouldn't have bought the putter. I know like all the things, but like I, I was just annoyed at the moment. I'm like, Listen, I moved past it, but I'm not going to say you shouldn't have bought the putter. You know, if that's what you wanted. You got it. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Jacob. Would I be furious if I got the wrong putter? Absolutely. I would have drove right back to the store and said, this isn't the putter I paid for. I, I, well, I called them. They said they can't, they can't do anything about it because they don't know who got the other putter. So, Still, I would have said I want – I would have went there. I would have been that guy. I, I would have been that guy that I fucking hate. I would have went there and started complaining about it. That was a lot of money. I don't care how much yeah. money you're making. That was a lot of money. That was a lot of money. Um, When it comes to keeping which one, because I know you want to make your money back, this is what I would do. I would go to a golf course, and I would go to one of those little putting spots that they have. And I would sit there for at least an hour and practice putting with both putters. And whichever one that I feel the most comfortable with, I'm keeping. See, I thought you were going to go a different way with this. I like that. I'm selling. I like that. Listen, I I haven't golfed in like over two years. And and when I do golf, I'm fucking terrible. Yes, you are. (laughs) I am fucking awful people. Listen, I'm bad. I I can't even think of a good – good example of how bad i am but i am actually a decent putter because i played so much mini golf my entire life that i can actually <laughs> that i can actually putt. which does not translate to golf but that's does not fine. i'm using that's it as a, i'm using it as a, a translation to what i'm going to say here with this you want to get a putter you're comfortable with and you, in order to figure out which com- which putter you're comfortable with you got to practice so if you're gonna decide on which part to keep go to one of those little you know spots practice Figure out which one you like better and sell the one you don't like. And yeah. that's it. And now, granted, if you end up liking the new putter, then perfect. You got the new putter. You spent the money on it. 
you sell the old putter and hopefully make some money back. Now you're not going to make your money back, but you get something. Yeah. And that's, that's where I'm kind of struggling. Cause like, it's a nice putter. That's like a, a super nice putter. I, it's a, you know, no issues with it besides it just wasn't the one that I quote unquote wanted. Yeah. But if I start using it and taking all the, the tape and the cellophane and everything else off of it, then I can't sell it as a brand new putter. And now has to be yeah. sold as a used putter, which it's going to be tough to get the money back for it. So that's like the dilemma. Like there's nothing wrong with my old putter, but I don't know. I thought you were going to tell me to go to a golf course and stand there for an hour with like a table and a chair and be like brand new putter. Who wants to buy it? No, like that I'm not doing. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not insane. Well, that, that insane. So anyway, we, we talk, we, we weren't, we digress a little bit, but we shit did, that we annoys did. us. That makes us want to drink. Here's one thing, because it just solidifies just how dumb people are and kind of that they had to actually make a law to stop you from doing this. So uh, this was a law that actually got put, brought up and approved a, almost a, a little over a year ago, a little less than a year ago, actually. I think it got approved in uh, November, 2021. So less than a year ago, apparently. And it just became activated, I guess. I don't know the proper terminology for it, but they just activated it. You know, enacted. 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 That. You now have to be 21 years old or older to buy whipped cream. Canned whipped cream. Canned whipped cream. So not that, you know, Miracle Whip or whatever fuck you want to call that shit. I don't decide real whipped cream. Yeah. Canned whipped cream yeah. in a canister. It is now illegal to buy that in New York City if you're under the age of 21. Why is that? Because people look for any reason to get high. That's why. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> They do what's called whippets. They inhale the, uh, was it oxygen? Whatever it is, compressed um, air in it. No, it's uh, nitrous oxide. Nitrous oxide, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, that, I'm that dumb people. So they're inhaling the nitrous oxide and they're getting high. And because of that, for all you youngsters out there who just want to buy some whipped cream, you know, make an ice cream sundae, do whatever you fucking do on your days, you can't buy it anymore because of some fucking idiots who just like to get high off nitrous oxide. You know, it's, it's, <sighs> It's said that as a state, and I'm sure other states have this, so I would even say on like a federal, like country level, we have to stoop to this level of restrictions. Like, do you remember when you were kids and we were like going around for Halloween and you wanted to buy eggs and they were like, oh, Mm -hmm. you can only be eight. It's a very similar thing, but like, I kind of... I don't know. Maybe maybe the problem is the age, but like, I don't hate the rule because we both know that drug problems and drug abuse and drug addiction is a massive problem in our society today. Yes, you're right. It is a massive problem. But like 20, 20, 21 years old, like really? You could buy cigarettes at 18 or even Ex- younger Actually, now? no, I think they changed that. Is it? I think they changed the age requirements. We're going to the Google people. Buying cigarettes. I just saw cinnamon toast crunch for age requirements. So I 18, a- eight, 18 years or older. So you could buy you could buy the most addictive. And this is the problem that I have with all these things. It comes down to a lot of things. 18 years to buy the most addictive, in my personal opinion. I haven't done any drugs, so I have no idea to compare. And I'm glad to say that I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. But 18 years old to buy cigarettes, but you have to be 21 years old to buy whipped cream. Again, I get the premise of it. 
our society is fucked with drugs. Like I get that. And it's a sad thing. We do need to fix that. 21. Like why not make it 18? Why, so, not, why is alcohol 21? I mean, that's a different story entirely, but I will say apparently you have to be 21 and older to buy cigarettes in New York. That That is an actual state law. Is it? That's on health.ny.gov. Interesting. That you have to be 21 and older. Yeah, that they passed the law 21. Oh, order. tobacco 21 or 221? Yeah. Which, again, honestly, it makes sense. It, it, you know, it is, like you said, the most illegal. It's the most. That's fine, yeah. It's the most addictive substance, probably. Well, not the most. I'd say heroin is probably number one. Yeah, on there's way list. more addictive things, I'm sure. But again, like cigarettes, I feel like are just the most rampant. Exactly. It's something that you still see people these days having to go outside, take a quick smoke. Like I think the cigarette commercials are hilarious, but those tobacco ones where the kids got to go outside in the freezing cold weather. Like you remember in high school. Are they still even? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know, I know. The the stew crew, as we call it. The stew all those. (laughs) Oh, my God. The middle of period, they have to go out there. They have to get a puff of their uh, new port. You know what's bad, though, too? It pisses me off is so many people judge those people that smoke. But, like, some of those people, like, are the nicest people in the world, but so, so many people have such like a stigma or whatever you want to yeah. call it, to, like towards it. It's like, yeah, listen, I, that's, I, that's one thing that pisses me off when people fucking judge other people without knowing who they are. That's yes, yes. I thought you were, that I thought you were gonna point out judging people for smoking cigarettes when you yelled at me and made me feel like the worst person on the planet when I smoked a cigarette once. Well, because I was against it, you shouldn't have done it, and you were judging me without knowing what I was going through. I was graduating high school. I was, Jake, I was, I was standing there. I was standing there next to you. But you're right. I am sorry to say that and make you feel that way because yes. everyone has different coping mechanisms, but you're still a scumbag. Hey, you know, I, you know, I won't sit here and say I wasn't a scumbag. You know, you're probably <laughs> right in that. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Speaking of scumbags and like this whole entire thing, there's a TikTok trend that like people are posting like teenage dirtbag pictures. And it's like I saw Chris Pratt post his. And dude, the guy looked like an absolute model. I'm like, this guy was never a teenage dirtbag. Like, this doesn't fit the stereotype. He's way too good looking. You can't, you can't be a dirtbag, yeah, especially to Chris Pratt. It was really funny because, like, Lisa and I went to a My Chemical Romance concert the other night at a UBS Arena in, I, guess. I don't even know. It's not the city. I don't know. Elmont? It's in Elmont. Elmont. Yeah, it's almost 10 minutes um, away from me. Less and actually. it was, it, dude, we knew, like, so her and I were like, we got to, like, look at songs. Like, we haven't listened to them in, 10 fucking plus years and she's like well the good news is their latest album releases in 2010 i was like okay so we're doing, we're, yeah so i was like we're doing okay we still knew only like four songs and we got there and it was it was an okay show it was it was not any of the shows that we've seen in the past so like i definitely yeah. wouldn't rec- like recommend it um but what blew my mind is how old the singer is and how well he was performing. He's 45 years old. Wow, and was yeah. throwing himself all over the stage, running, jumping, screaming. Like, unbelievable. So, like, that, like, brought me back. It's like those teenage dirtbags, like, listening to, like, that music. And then, like, yeah. seeing them. And I was like, okay, they were, like, probably like that. And then I saw Chris Pratt. I'm like, no. no that no. no, that was not it. You know, he was a male stripper for a little bit. Honestly, it's a, it wouldn't surprise me because when he posted those old pictures, I was like, this guy is... I'm pretty sure he was. I'm, 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 I'm relatively positive. Go to the Google and check that real quick. Um, I did check, and you were right. 2010 was the last time they released the album. Fun yeah. fact about him, also, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, he's, his cousin's Joe Rogan. No way. 
I'm I'm like 90%, 95% positive. Go Hold on. on. Say that fact again. The singer yeah. of My Chemical Romance's cousin is Joe Rogan? Is Joe Rogan. So they're cousins. They're cousins. I don't There's know if no. they're like first cousins, but they're cousins. We're cousins? Uh-huh. Beer fest? For, no, they are first cool. cousins. First cousin once removed. Way is revealed on Reddit that he is the first cousin once removed of comedian Joe Rogan. Rogan confirmed on his own podcast, but they have never actually met in person. Oh, get out of here. Well, it's your first cousin once removed. I mean, so that means that he must have, so someone must have married like a sister or like a cousin on that side and it was divorced, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think that's what it was. Once, or no, no, no. Once removed is one level down, they're like second cousins. No, second cousins is like your dad's cousin. That's your second cousin. No, that's, I think, okay, hold on, wait. So, <laughs> I, dude, I'm horrible at this. Same. This is like the, the this, thing I'm the this, Yeah, I need like a fucking picture chart. I think if, you're, if your first cousin has a kid, that's that kid is your first cousin once removed, I think. I'm going to Google yeah, this. No, so a second cousin, I'm looking at a Wikipedia chart that is just not helping. Is it the cousin chart? This is from Alabama. Sorry to all our Alabama listeners. Bad oh, joke. Um, <laughs> Jesus, Jake. I think yeah. I'm a cousin who was once removed is a generation above or below you. Yeah, right. For example, your dad's first cousin is your first cousin, but once removed. Yes. So, versus second cousin. What's the difference there? Oh, I see why this makes sense. Okay. First cousin once moved. David and George. David and George. David and George. So your first cousin George. once removed George. would be your first cousin's child or your parents' first cousin. Yes. Your second cousin, once removed, is your second cousin's child. But what's a second cousin? A second cousin is like your. If you're your about grand, to tell me, your, it's it's. I'm looking at a chart right now, and the way it's done is like it's got Joseph and Edwina. It, it, I don't ask me about the name. E D W. Okay, a second someone is someone who shares a great grandparent with you. Yes, you're sharing great grandparents. You shared a great grandparent. Um. And uh, it's like your grandpa, your grand, your great grandfather's brother, or your grandfather's brother, and and be in the same age range generation as you. That would be your second cousin. All right, we're spending too much time on this. <laughs> we don't need to talk about this anymore, people. I honestly don't even know how we got into this. Oh, we were talking about teenage dirtbag photos, and then we got to my Kevin romance. Dude, Roman. there's there. It's crazy how we can just go from one topic. To just like we started talking about teachers and how they cleared the roads and made us happy, and also how we hated that they complained. To yeah. now talking about second cousins. Listen, it's how it's how you, it's how you do a podcast, people. Yeah, this is yeah. this is the guys' this night is, podcast. It makes no sense and all of the sense. Cheers to that. I'll drink to that, Jake. Here That's you go. Right. Cheers. Cheers. We'll drink. We'll drink for all the other four of them. That's right. We have better things to do besides do this with us. Yeah. So well, I think one of one of the guys' birthdays was tonight. Yep. And then another One's couple working. people out to dinner. One was working. Yeah. We're just like the losers. Clearly, it's like we have nothing going on. We, we, we don't have much of a life, so we get to sit here and talk with you guys. Yeah. So nothing, you, nothing wrong with that. You brought up a trend. So there's this new trend going around on TikTok that I was I read about. And it, it's another thing that that annoys me because this is something that already exists. They just put a name to it and they just blew up a lot of people's spots that were trying to do it. It's this thing called quiet quitting. So, quiet quitting describes a variety of ways in which workers will reduce the amount of time that they will actually commit to work. In other words, they're doing the bare minimum. 
And in their way of doing it, I guess, is trying to say to the boss, this is how little I care about my job and doing the work that I'm supposed to do. And apparently people are going on TikTok and talking about it. And what bothers me is that there are people out there who are just trying to make a living. You know, they, they don't like their job, but they, that's all they could do. They're, they're, they're stuck in a position where they can't quit. And yeah. they, you know, they hate their job. They have to make a living. They have to support the families. And they're just trying to do the bare minimum. They're just trying to get by. Yeah. And now these people have just blown up their spots completely. They can no longer do the bare minimum. They actually have to try. And on top of that, and, and this goes in a more serious way, it just shows the decline of our country. Like, we, we were taught at a young age, to get what you need in life, you need to work your ass off. You want to get a better paying job, you bust your ass, you work hard, you get a promotion, or you, you go out there and you find a better job and you bust your ass for it. You give them a reason to pay you. And kids these days are creating terminology to be lazy. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at fortune.com, quiet quitting, um, something that I can't now find the definition of. It was, I pretty, much I was, doing the, it was pretty much doing the bare minimum, bare minimum while looking for another job. So knowing you're going to be out of your current job, yeah, but like doing the bare minimum to then find another job, which I, 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 if the person's working for me, I hate, but at the same time, if you're that miserable, like I get it, but agreed. We were taught from our generation to always try your best and work as hard as possible. Now, I don't think it's a decline necessarily in our society because this younger generation, us included, cares the most about mental health than they do other things. And There's I think that's, that. and that's why I think it's a great thing of how they, re, I, I think it's a good thing of how they act because they're not afraid to take a stand and say, hey, I'm not doing this shit. I'm fucking miserable. I'm out and yeah. do it on the low. I'm okay with that. However, I do get the point, like if you're a family-owned business and you have those people working for you and you're trying to make ends meet, I could see how it could be very difficult. Yeah. But yeah, that's this is something that's been around for eons. It's doing the bare minimum. That's it's literally what Kawhi is doing the bare minimum while you're looking for a new job. But yeah. I just, you know, and I get it. If you're miserable at your job, quit. You know, put you know, look for your new job. But I just look at it like how would you feel if if you were your employer? Like put some perspective onto it. You're sitting there, you're busting your ass, you care about your job, you care about your career, it's family-owned business, you own a bakery, and you got a couple of lazy-ass workers, you're a construction yeah. worker, you're a foreman, and you got a bunch of workers who are doing as minimum as possible because they're looking for a new job. Like, I get it. I understand why you're miserable and why you want to quit, but put yourself in your employer's position. They're trying to make ends meet. They're trying to support a family, too, and you're yep. now affecting them. And, you know, that yeah. doesn't necessarily go into corporate America – because corporate America is, lack of a better term, a fucking machine that, you know, if there's one, you know, kink in it, they're just going to take it. They're going to throw it out and they're going to replace the part. That's it. Yeah, I do agree to an extent on that. And I, I agree. Like looking at the small family, like, you know, businesses, it, it's definitely a problem that way. Yeah. It's definitely a problem that way. Absolutely. But I mean... Hey, look, nothing wrong with doing the bare minimum from time to time. That's right. People need to people need to have those have those uh that time for themselves. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, that goes back to kind of what we were talking about earlier with the teachers. 
take a time off. Need a mental health day. Take a day off. There is nowadays because people do focus so much on mental health. I think most companies and most jobs allow you a mental health day. And you know what? That's not even sitting here saying, oh, these people being fucking lazy, they're pansies or whatever. No, I, 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 I get it. There is some days where you just need to not work. You need to not do anything and you need to recharge. More like it. some weeks, but I agree with you. You know what my problem was with like, not, well, not with mental health days, but people need to respect it. Meaning if I want to take a mental health day, I want to try to have as much peace and quiet and relaxation as possible without, which is on my own problem, checking emails, checking whatever it may be, text messages, phone calls. People should respect and not put you on those things to a certain extent. And I think that's the hardest yeah. problem is for other people to agree and acknowledge that. Yep. No, I completely agree. All right. We did a lot of talking, just the two of us. It was four of us missing. So Brian and I steer the ship, as some would say. But I think it's time for us to close it out. What do you think, Brian? I'm good hey, with that. You're good with that? All right. We're going to close it out. It's just Jake and Brian tonight, but we hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you guys had a blast. If you want to check us out. Spotify, you want to see us posting some random stupid stuff, go to our Instagram account at Guys Night and Twitter, same handle. And this is good night from Guys Night. Cheers. Later, boys. Later.